Welcome to the Corporate Streets Podcast, and this is the podcast for people who bought an Xbox 360 because of porn. And <laughs> okay. this is Jaron Diggler. And <laughs> okay, I wasn't ready for that. And this is TJ. All right, so so you might be wondering more. Yeah, I gotta hear more. Just go into it. Don't even preface it. Just go right into it. Why? Why? I have to preface it because the listeners are probably wondering Xbox 360 porn. What is this? Yeah, you don't understand. You didn't even say Xbox One. You said Xbox 360. Exactly. And um, that that's that was an inside joke, but I'm gonna let you guys in on it. And so. as you may know, we are the uh, self-proclaimed advice connoisseurs. Definitely. And um, however, that's real. Um, it, we we give each other advice at times. Um, but uh, so l- let me just go into. You didn't give me no advice to get no Xbox 360 for no porn. You bro. didn't. So you, you, okay, but, but you gave me advice to get an Xbox 360 because of porn. <laughs> no, and, and, I didn't. So, so this, I, I felt like sharing this story with uh, the listeners because this was an advice fail. This is probably, I mean, what we've known each other for almost twenty years, I think, right? Yeah, so, yeah. And, and so, I, I give it that. And so, we haven't always been advice connoisseurs. So yeah, we we had we had to get we had to get to the point to get the name right. But dog, I don't remember ever telling you to use Xbox 360 for porn, bro. No, like, for real. No, no, you didn't. I did. That's not what I said. So here's the story. So Xbox 360 versus PS3. Okay. And so the the you know it was like okay which one do I get? I ended up getting both, but at first it was like which one do I get first? Ah. Uh, and, and, okay. And so. It was like, okay, well, Xbox 360 has this, PS3 has this, and it's like, man, PS3 has the Blu-ray player. And that was like the lick because Blu-ray players was like a thousand bucks or something crazy at first. Yeah. But yep. you can get that all in um with the PS3, you know, all included in that one cost of what, five hundred dollars or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. But then it was like, uh, Xbox three sixty though. And it had like a added peripheral where you had to attach a this little box and it had HD DVD. Yep. Okay. And I know where you're going with this now. And it was like, okay, which one do I get? Well, Mr. Uh, TJ here told me, well, I would say get the 360 because the porn industry is going to be releasing their movies on HD DVD. They, they, they've decided to go with HD DVD over Blu-ray. Yep. And he said that typically in these situations, whichever the porn industry goes with, that's going to be the media, the media that's going to win the, the war. And so the, so the, like the way this that happened, I got there, so oh, the go way ahead. that I got there was because between Betamax and VHS, the porn industry to- chose VHS. Betamax went out. You probably don't even know what it is because it didn't make it. Right. Because VHS took over. And it was the porn industry was the determining factor. Which, so I which attempted is, to use history. Which is sound uh, advice. Yeah, I attempted to use. And I think I want to say Sony had Betamax and they lost that battle. Mm-hmm. 
I'm not 100% on that, so don't quote me on that one. I believe Sony, though, was the one who had Betamax, and VHS ended up overtaking it. Sony lost that deal, and VHS won. So I was just going over history, So and so, go ahead. So, so what you didn't consider is that there was a third contender sitting there waiting in the background to kind of to kind of like snuff <laughs> the Blu-ray and HD DVD, you know, how's the guy? He's just kind of watching the fight, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> he just like right. jumps out and just like knocks out both people. Right, right. And that guy in this fight was called the internet. The internet was he. TJ did not consider the internet as being the third player here. That's and the true. Internet jumped in, snuffed both Blu-ray and HD DVD. And it took over the porn thing. So HD DVD fell all the way off. That cost me about a, a couple of hundred dollars at the very least. Because I bought movies and stuff. And, uh, and um, yeah. It, uh, I'm still sitting here with like five HD DVDs. That I'll only watch on uh, my Xbox 360. So are you trying to... Is this your way of telling me and the listeners that I owe you a couple hundred bucks? Is that what you, is it, was that your? I mean, is that, I mean, this is more like an uplifting story. Like, again, just to let you know that even though we might be the advice connoisseurs now, we didn't start off that way. Right. Yeah, we, we wasn't always the best. I tried to use the right tactics, though. I tried to go back and do some research. I tried to use history. However, I couldn't account for what I didn't know. I had no idea that you can get all the porn that you wanted on the Internet for free and that the porn industry was going to fall off, which means they hold no weight, which means that nobody cares if porn wanted HD DVD over Blu-ray because... They don't care about DVDs anyway. Everything is uploaded and streamed. So there you have it. And it wasn't all free at that at back then either. Like the whole is all out there for free thing. That that just I mean, that's kind of a new thing. You know, so it is. It is. I think after YouTube, that's what that's when everybody started jumping on board. When Google made YouTube in like two thousand three, two thousand four, they started jumping on board. Before that, what was it like subscription services or something? Yeah, you, you have, have to, to pay, pay for it, and I mean, all you could do is like look at pictures. You you could like, or, or they'll give you like ten seconds, uh, or yeah. like thirty seconds of video or something, and they'll be like, all right, you got to pay to go to go further. <laughs> I mean, I, I got it into too many of thirty second clips, so I mean, that never stopped me. As oh a, okay. As a youngster. I mean, you. you That's you, good that you know yourself. You, well, no, you string a few thirty-minute clip or thirty-second clips. I mean, you get a good three, ah, you five, four together. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> but what about when you got to go to the next clip? There's a slight pause in between when you're trying to maneuver the mouse. By the way, I'm never touching your mouse ever again. <laughs> well, I got something for that too. But um, so so yeah, that's a good point, right? But me being the master porn connoisseur that I was, I had the next clip already queued up and ready to go. So I just X out in the next one and just hit play on, on, the, on ah, the next one. That was smart. So I that had, was smart. you know, I would open up a few at a time. And then you kind of, you kind of, it's like kind of like editing your own movie. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and actually, I would say nowadays you don't have to worry about people's ma- mouse mices. Mises? No, I think it's I think it's uh Mouses. Mouses. 
I think you can do either or mouses. I think you can do mouses for when you're talking about the, the computer mouse. of a yeah. Uh, I don't think you have to worry about that anymore because I would imagine most porn is looked at on your phone now. True. That's so, why you don't touch other people's phones. So yeah. So yeah. So there you go. So you can touch my you can touch my mouse because I mean my my, my, my <laughs> browser no history is clean. Yeah, there's no porn going on here. <laughs> but back then. Yeah, that would have been, oh, been a safe bet. <laughs> That's crazy. But then they had downloading though. So when that whole when they were charging like crazy, you could you if you knew how to do torrent downloading, you can download if you wanted to. Yeah. You can download whole movies, but now see that's crazy though. No, nobody wants to do that. No, that's taking up space and shit. And then you got it, got it on your computer. That's all you had. Then you either pay or you download it, and then you wanted to have it for free. But now in this new age, we're like, yo, I don't even want to download. I just want to stream it for the few minutes that I want to see it, and then I'm good. It's not for the few minutes you want to see. It. It's a few minutes that you need to see it. <laughs> right or or the yeah a few minutes or two minutes because you said you had like four videos queued up 30 seconds a piece that adds up to two minutes and that's good man the quicker the better man just just get the job just get done. it in and out you know yeah just get the job done i mean anything longer than that that seems a little problematic <laughs> it seems like a waste of time yeah. yo i got other stuff to do in my life i can't be sitting here you know trying to get it in for hours yeah lighting candles and shit and Looking for Some people got to set the mood, though. Some people got to set the mood. <laughs> Yo, today, I, I got an update about the road rate situation, man. Today, I guess you can call me, I, I turned into an aggressive driver today. And it almost made me feel the feeling of road rage. So I'm driving to my son's basketball game. And I'm right there on time. I'm looking at ways. I got my app going. I'm right on time to get to his basketball game to be there right on time. Even though there's rush hour traffic going on, I had timed it perfectly. So I'm taking the streets so I didn't have to deal with the highway craziness. And I get to a light. It's one of those lights where they have two left turning lanes and you need to get in this left turning lane to make the left turn. It's not on a major street. And so the light is only letting two or three cars go at a time, which sucks because you got like this build up. And so it's finally my turn. Um, there's like three cars in front of me, but I'm going to make this light. This is going to be my turn to go. And I tried to have this, the proper distance, this, a safe distance. So I'm not right behind somebody to hit them. And some van like pulled out halfway in front of me. Like from the so I'm in the furthest left lane. I'm in the, right. what you would call the right left lane. Okay. Okay. And the the car that was this van was in the left le left side of the left lane, and they pulled out into my lane right in front of me. Right. And so I had to stop because I'm I didn't know what they were doing. I didn't want to hit anybody. I don't want to hurt my car. But then when I realized that they didn't even have a blinker or nothing, they just pulled out into the lane and tried to you know steal my shine. They tried to take my light. I got pissed like right then i felt mad i said what the fuck is he doing i said that to myself and remember even if it's mental it's yeah, still you can't even you're, think. you're an aggressive you driver think yeah about it. so i became aggressive to that moment and so i'm feeling some kind of way because i'm thinking okay 
you know what? I should have been closer to the car in front of me. Then he wouldn't have been able to do that. You know what? No, 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 no. Better yet, when he pulled out halfway, I should just run around him and not let him get in. And I was thinking, well, nah, he could have hit me. But I was thinking, well, if he would have hit me, it would have been his fault. So I'm playing this all out in my head now. And then after I thought about it, I was like, uh, because we're still at the light. Needless to say, I didn't make the light because of this idiot. Um, and so after it played all out in my head, I was thinking like, man, it's just a turn. It's not that big of a deal. He jumped out in front of me, whatever. I finally get the light. I'm making a left turn only to find that the first car in the left left lane had his flashes on because it must have shut down. Like right. the car must have broke down. So right. people couldn't turn. Right. So all he was trying to do was be able to make the turn so he didn't have to sit behind these people forever. And so that kind of changed my tune a little bit. It's like, ah. I understand that now. I probably would have waited on somebody to be sleeping on their phone or something and tried to pull out just like he did. Although I wasn't, I was just given the proper distance. But I had a hint of aggressive driving that almost transformed into road rage for that moment. So you didn't chase him down or anything? No, nah, man, I didn't chase him down. Like I said, once I, I became cool with it after talking myself through it and realizing it's only a light, it's only a turn, it did change my route. Like my, I was five minutes late because of that light. I, be, I believe it was because of the, I watched ways just add up the time while I'm sitting at this light. I didn't make the one I was supposed to make. So throw, I believe he was the. It was his fault that I was a few minutes late. You didn't throw pennies at him. No, nah, man, I didn't throw like anything. That. I didn't chase him down. I became okay with it. I tried to follow my own advice. I didn't count the 10, but I became calm in my car and realized that, man, it's only a car ride. I'm here at the light. It's really not that big of a deal. Yeah. So I realized that I was cool with it. And then when I finally made my left turn, I had an opportunity to see why he made that terrible driving uh, decision that he made i was able to see it and then i was able to understand i was able to empathize with him see dj envy he said he would throw uh pennies out of the car he threw <laughs> he had drinks that he would throw out the car if somebody's like tailgating them or something like that or just how do them you mad. have pennies ready you like every penny i get i'm gonna sit in my center console just in case i'm road raging i got them i got them in my like like basically in the cup holder in the, in the center console so <laughs> I could just reach in there and just fling them out the window <laughs> dude that was kind of a letdown that. that story man I mean you didn't you didn't even you didn't cuss at him you didn't get to mean mug nobody no I followed my I followed the advice we gave on the last show you should have followed an update him. to show that I'm fi- no man Come on, man. Nah, I, I did the right thing. That wasn't a road I, rage story. That was like a road courteousness story. I showed the climax was I was about to rage, but I realized that it's not that important. And That's then once I realized it was not that important, time time passed by and I was able to see why he made his poor decision, man. You, you should be crediting me on my decision making. And me following the podcast that we issued out to all these people telling them not to road rage. That's 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 not a climax. Like you you didn't get the bus. You just kind of pulled out and just stopped. That wasn't a climax, dude. I'm sorry. 
in in the movie world they would have called it a con i had an, a turning point i had an epiphany the light bulb came on and i realized that there was a bigger purpose in the right. in the, in in the uh, adult movie industry they would call that no um, <laughs> <laughs> there was no climax that's that's called ending the video early before the uh, right. money shot they would have called that like a fluffer like the people that get you ready right. for the movie I was just fluffing on that one. Not bluffing, but fluffing. <laughs> Dude, I, I saw um, Netflix had, um, you know, you cut on your Netflix and they'll have like the, the top movie that just came out or whatever. And they got Boogie Nights back up there. I got to watch that again. Oh, Boogie Nights. Okay. Yeah. I haven't seen that since we were younger, bro. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a long time. Yeah, Dirk was the man. You know how many references we dropped on Dirk after that movie came out. All the out? time, yeah. That was our. That was that was the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. That was the one. And the, uh, the main chick wasn't she the one from Saved by the Bell? No, wasn't she? No, 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 no. The main chick in there was Roller. Well, was was it Roller Girl? But no, you you're, uh, you're thinking about um, uh, Showgirls was Jesse. Oh, okay. From Saved by the Bell. Got it. Okay. Like say about the bell ended, and then Jesse was in showgirl showing showing her naked skinny body. Gotcha. And, gotcha. You're right about that. And she thought she was gonna See, blow up from there, and like nothing ever. And happened it for didn't her. work. It worked for Holly Berry. It didn't work for her. <laughs> well, Holly, Holly Berry has some some actual acting skills. Well, I guess Jesse did too. But Holly Berry, I mean, she had a ton of movies before she started showing right. her nude body. Gotcha. It was the only thing she had left to do. So they was like, you put that check in the box. We'll give you, you know what I'm saying, all the awards you want. And so she gave us Swordfish and she gave us Monster. Yeah. Thank you. Billy Bob was the man after that. Mm-hmm. Billy Bob Thornton. He got Angela Jolie after that, right? Or uh, Angelina Jolie. Yeah. 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 Angela Jolie. What am I thinking about? Anyway. <laughs> So with that said, I need to go watch Boogie Nights again. I remember Dirk. I remember Roller Girl. I don't know how I interjected Jesse into that movie, but yeah. Do you know her real I, name? I, I know her real name. I don't remember her real name. No, Jesse's real name is Elizabeth Barkley. Oh, okay, that looks familiar. Yeah. I remember seeing that on the screen on Say About a Bell. Yeah. <laughs> what about Lisa Turtle? What about Lisa Turtle? Lark Voorhees. All right, that's the only one I remember is Lark. <laughs> I can call that one up. I can call Lark. Um, I remember uh, Elizabeth Berkeley's name popping up. Oh, uh, Teresa Thiessen? Thiessen? Yeah. Is, I, is that her name? Who uh, was her name? Kelly? Yeah. Teresa. I think it's Teresa. Teresa Thiessen. It's two T's. Teresa you would have got Thiessen, me on that Thiessen. one. I'm not sure what her name is. Okay. Yeah, I got Kelly too. I think I'm right about Kelly. But anyway, Zach was like John St. Pierre or didn't Saint matter. Paul or something. I didn't care to remember his name. Yeah, he used to wear, he used to tuck his sweatshirts in. It didn't Oh, no, 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 no. You got to know this from Screech, bro. Screech is Dusted Diamond. <laughs> That's the memorable name. I mean, since, since we talk about porn and stuff, you see his video? Uh, no, I know that he was involved in the industry, but. Well, no, he, he just had like a sex videos. tape come out. Oh, recently? No, 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 no. Back in the day. Okay, years ago. Uh, no, I remember years ago. years ago, he was he was involved in the porn industry. 
I remember. I think he went to one of the awards too. It's because, because you know, it's because he had a sex tape come out, and that's that's ah. why he was involved. That was his involvement. Yeah, but he started pushing it. Like at first, he was acting like he didn't know. You know what was going? See, he was like one of the the um, first people to do that. Yeah, he's a pioneer, bro. Yeah, he yeah. was way before. It didn't work out for him like uh, Kim Kardashian, but no, no. See, but he did it before her, so he was yeah, way like, before. He's he was acting like he didn't know what it, what was going on. He didn't know what this was, and uh, and then all of a sudden it came out. Like Vivid was like, nah, he sold this this movie. So. Have you seen him like on TV? I don't know if it's just a TV persona, but he's a dick. Like his personality oh, yeah. outside of Save by the Bell. He's a asshole. I saw him like on Celebrity Fit Fit Club or whatever. It's hilarious though. I love it. Oh yeah, he was horrible. He's a horrible person. <laughs> I love it. He's a dick, bro. It's so funny. Not even in a good way though. I mean, he was just a bad guy. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, he he seemed like he's just a douchebag, bro. Yeah. He's it's it was pretty funny though. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't deal with a person like him. Right. But it's nice to see the. It's nice to see uh, his stories. It's <laughs> nice to see his terror. I kind of get a kick sometimes out of um, some douchebags though. Like, I, I, like I remember like one of the first ones or one of the first people who was just kind of an asshole that I really liked. Um, I liked watching, but I still knew they was an asshole. Was uh, New York from Flavor of Love? Oh, okay, yep. And it was kind of like you know I enjoyed watching her, but I hated her at the same time too. Yep. And I kind of still have that same trait, and I, I found myself wondering like, like, am I a hater or like, am I a bitch for this? Like, I, I don't. <laughs> Okay, so wait, define bitch, because bitch can be used in a lot of different ways. What kind of what kind of bitch would you be calling yourself? Just if, basically like like a bitch move. Yeah, like that's like, like, like kind of like hating for no reason, or um, I'm really not sure how I would define it in this sense. Basically, like I would find myself following somebody on facebook like i don't follow them but you know we're friends on facebook and this person would say something like they always are saying things that i I can't stand and it would always you know result in me having a negative reaction or negative thought (laughs) which i guess is considered aggressive according to the california highway patrol (laughs) <laughs> no, that was DMV.org. It's not just California. This is nationwide. I guess. And so, yeah. um, and I would find myself having bad thoughts, but I still continue to follow this person. I'm still okay. Facebook friends. Rather than just deleting them, I'm still Facebook friends with them. And I have mm. about three or four people, at least, that I'm like that with. Go ahead. Say their names, bro, so we can all have this fun. Go ahead. Um, one of them <laughs> is a girl named... I'm just, just flat, bro. Mm. Don't put them on blast. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, one of the girls, she's uh, one of those Hebrew nationals. Or, wait. She's a hot dog? No, that's a hot dog, right. Um... <laughs> Uh, it's wait, 100% wait. beef though no, like hey, it's all beef the Hebrew Nationals <laughs> dog they those those come in like what six in a pack but they are so delicious 
Man, I, I wouldn't know anymore. I haven't, I, I haven't eaten meat for a year now. I remember it's been a year. I still remember my first one. Oh my goodness, yeah, it changed my life. But uh, no, was it Hebrew Israelite? I don't know, but it, it's it's one of those people. It's, it was like a group of black people who believed they were Jewish. Oh, okay. So she's one of them. And she's uh, well, always... Why couldn't she just be Jewish or black Jewish? Because that's not what they call themselves. They call oh, themselves they Hebrew actually, They call themselves oh, Hebrew they call nationals. themselves that. Yeah. Okay. And so... Or Israelites. And so, <laughs> I was about to say, don't they call themselves... Dude, if I say Hebrew, right? I'm saying national behind it. That's just the way it is. <laughs> so... Yo, they gonna come for you, bro. I thought you... We said in the podcast, like months ago you don't want to fool with them people bro i did like you don't want to piss them off i, I remember you saying that i did this was so why one of you the why you calling them the hebrew nationals bro this is Come on, this man. is one of the groups that I, I talked about um when giving those warnings and then following it with a prayer um <laughs> but but no so she she's always like like it was just really annoying seeing her make all these posts around christmas time about how y'all about to go worship y'all white Jesus and uh, Santa Claus and uh, you about to go broke and do this do that and she was just really oh so she was she was super holy yeah she was she was super holy in, at Christmas time and she was downing everybody for their beliefs right right and so um, and I I was looking at that and it's like what is wrong with her and I never I never even say anything so maybe that's what makes me feel like I'm a bitch because uh, I'm not necessarily I guess I guess you could call it being scared to say something I never I never say nothing to these people and like challenge their uh, so you wouldn't be a bitch you'd be a punk ass bitch you'd be a punk ass for not yeah no 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 just a punk ass you ain't gotta be you ain't gotta be a female dog about it just a punk ass well, when people are scared of stuff, we I think we used to call him a bitch. You have to like a bitch oh, right okay. now, homie. Yeah, or a punk bitch. But go ahead. So, um, so yeah. Uh, do you do you ever does that ever happen to you? Like, do you have anybody like that? Do you subscribe to this kind of action? Uh, I do. I think we all do, man. It's called a guilty pleasure. Everybody has a guilty pleasure. Okay. Everybody has them. So whether it's social media, whether it's uh, Housewives of Atlanta, whether it's uh, what is it? What's the hip hop one? Hip hop. Why did love it, why love did it have to be Housewives of Atlanta? How come it couldn't be Housewives of Orange County? I haven't heard of that one. <laughs> I just know real Housewives of Atlanta. Yeah. Okay. Well, it could love be Orange hip-hop. County. Yeah, love and hip hop. Then you know shows. you got your love and hip hops, right? Yep. And those shows are train wrecks, bro. And we know that it's disastrous to our brain and we know that we shouldn't be looking at it just like these posts from this girl that you're talking about but we love to see it we love it so we you love it though. so you think that comes from the same place like watching the tv show is kind of like watching these people even though yeah. they're, they're kind of getting on our nerves but we just it's exactly from the same place look at it yeah it's it's the uh it's just the train it's, it's just a train wreck and you see it and you know it's a train wreck and you see that they're about to hit each other and you're not going to turn away. If you know that you're not going to be damaged by shrapnel, you're not going to turn away. You're going to watch it and you want to watch it. It comes from the same places. World Star. It comes. All of that comes from the same place. And so I would say everybody has their own guilty pleasure. Right, Because everybody I definitely I certainly don't 
encourage people to do the things that people do on Worldstar, but I definitely get a kick and entertainment out of watching people do it. Yeah, man. As a matter of fact, just last night I was watching, uh, I was scrolling through Facebook and I saw a fight that was from Worldstar that was shared on Facebook. And it was it was a bunch, well, not a bunch. It was a, a, a young white chick and a young black chick fighting. And it looks like the white chick was best in this chick because she grabbed the black chick's hair mm-hmm. and was just throwing her around like a rag doll and throwing her. Was she kind of like tall and dangly, the white girl? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw that. And and the black chick's friends started jumping in. They all just started jumping on her. And in my mind, I know that that video is stupid. It doesn't need need to be promoted. I will not share that video. But I wanted to see what the outcome was going to be. And that was a guilty pleasure of mine. So to answer your question, yes, I don't. I wouldn't lose a day of sleep if I never saw one of those videos again. But if it's playing, I kind of have to watch it. Like I, I want to see it. You know See, what I'm saying? Especially, I, especially if I have the time to do it now. If I've been looking at this stuff for an hour. By the way, listeners, don't go to World Star. If you go there, you will be there for hours. You're either going to be disgusted as soon as you see it, or you're going to start picking around and you're going to be you're going to get swallowed in for an hour. <laughs> See, so. I guess um, I guess I have a confession to make. Um, I kind of love seeing videos of white people fighting. Just so I can comment, like, look at these thugs fighting all the time. <laughs> look at these savages. Right. And that, in that video, I did tag a friend and said, look at this white savage. <laughs> okay. And so... <laughs> because and so, she, was, she, was, uh, she was going ham on everybody in that video. She was, like, really, like, putting in work. Yeah, she so. wasn't no punk. She, she <laughs> wasn't no punk ass. I'll tell you that. She was really standing up for her own. And, uh... Even though she was getting jumped, she was going in, man. She was definitely going in. So I couldn't turn away from that video because I wanted to see what the outcome was going to be. Was she going to beat everybody down? You know what I'm saying? Right. Or was she going to get beat to a pope? I didn't, I didn't know. I had to see what the outcome was. So, so to answer your question, I do have guilty pleasures and it's fight videos. <laughs> and it and seems- I know that I don't need to be watching them. I know they're a waste of time. They don't help me in my life. They don't make me more positive. They don't make me better. They don't do anything for me for the betterment of myself. However, if I see it, I watch it if it's not too long. Like, I can't sit there for a six-minute video, but if it's three minutes or less, I'm going to continue to watch it. Kind of like the porn videos. See? (laughs) It all comes around full circle. It does. (laughs) But I asked a few friends about that, and, and yeah, it does seem like a very common thing that we do especially with the social media stuff, how we follow people who we really don't really mess with like that. But for whatever reason, we are just gluttons for punishment or something. I don't know. But because uh, as soon as you see it. it, you think about how stupid the post is and you're like, man, she's so she's so fucking stupid. Why would she write that? You can totally unfriend her. You can go and say something to her, but saying something to her would be dumb because it's her page and she has to write the post what she wants to post. And if you don't like what she posts, just unfriend her and see, or unfollow and her. See, and, do, and do we really want to delete all the stupid people? Like, can you imagine having a Facebook timeline with just good people who you like and you agree with? I can't. I can't imagine it. Hold on. Wait. Hold on. Let me think. Let me think about that for a sec. 
Or just um, righteous I guess people? it would be it'd it'd be sort of boring. I guess it wouldn't it would there would be no fun in it. There'd be it wouldn't be funny. Because so the reason I keep those people around is because I get a kick out of seeing their randomness and where they take it. Where did, where did, what are they going to post next? Because I'm kind of a boring Facebook friend. I'm boring as hell. I'm kind of a boring Instagram friend as well. Because I just, I don't know how to be that lively and that random. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, because like all you do, you, be, you see, be posting pictures of your kids and posting pictures of your luxurious goatee. Like, nobody wants to see that shit. <laughs> so, yeah, you are okay. I, I'm I'm pretty boring, and then the stuff that I say, I don't want to. I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings. I definitely don't want it to be any negativity. If I have some negativity in my heart and in my mind, I go in my own little corner and try to fix that myself. I'm not displaying it for the public to see. I don't want to involve them in my in my sadness or my negativity. But these people, they don't care about doing that. They don't give a damn who's looking, who's watching, who's listening. They would say something like, pray for me or pray for my mom. She's having it really hard. And when you go to ask her, well, what's wrong? Why you got to always ask what's wrong? Why don't you just do what I I just want you to pray. All you got to do is say that you prayed about it. It's like, geez, Louise, I'm just trying to make conversation. I'm trying to care about you. You know what I'm saying? I probably you would delete somebody at that point. If they, if speak, they speaking somebody lashed out on me like that, I would definitely probably delete them. I've seen those lash outs pretty often. And speaking of that, for all the people out there that that post these half-ass statuses, and and I thought Facebook was supposed to be about like your friends and interacting and being able to talk to them without having to hang on the phone and being able to see their lives and see what's going on. But it seems like when you go to ask certain questions after somebody posts, some people really feel some kind of way that you shouldn't be asking those questions it's like well i thought we were cool enough to ask you you were cool enough to put it up there how come i can't ask about it so that brings me a question to you then so if you had a close friend that posted one of these statuses that you really 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 hate right what would you do would you go on would you call them and talk to them about it would you would you post uh something on their you know on their facebook would you reply and ask them why they post in this kind of way or a close friend? Uh, you said, you said, you said, I think you said a really, really close friend, right? All right. Not a really, really close friend, a real friend. Put it that way. A real friend, somebody you actually talk to on the phone. Oh, if it's somebody I talk to on the phone. Yeah. I mean, I, I would say something to him, not on Facebook uh, or oh, not, not in the public. Outside of Facebook. Um, it depends on who it is. Like if Brian, posted something i normally give him shit right right in the open in front of everybody just because i mean that's just what we do but he normally wouldn't post nothing too crazy serious but um i guess for most people no i would just like go and like talk to him behind the scenes gotcha i made that mistake before i've made that mistake where somebody was posting somebody that's a friend of mine was posting all crazy about their brother and they were talking really 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 reckless and this is years ago because I, I know the facebook rules now you just let people post whatever they want on their own stuff and i tried to be a friend I was like yo you don't you probably shouldn't do this on facebook like you should 
should go talk to your brother. You don't you don't have to go at him like this on 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 Facebook. And man, she lashed out heavy on me. She was like, "This is my wall. I could do what I want to do. If you don't like seeing it, don't look at it. Don't tell me what to do on my page." It's like, "Whoa. Okay. Uh, fine. Do it. Look like a fucking idiot then. You know what I'm right. saying?" So, I learned um years ago that you got to let people do what they do. But then again, it just seems like some people just shouldn't have social media because if she didn't have that, she wouldn't have the audience to go and put this stupid shit and rhetoric out to, you know, and that's what social media does. It gives everybody a voice, even some of the people who don't deserve one. No, man, everybody deserves a voice. That's why we can all talk. I don't and think if you do. don't like what they're saying, don't look at them and don't follow. Them. Well, but again, that's the whole point. I can't stop looking at them. <laughs> I, I'm, so I'm getting some you don't type want of them to not have a some, voice, though. Reason. You don't want them to not have a voice because your Facebook will be boring as hell. Like there's people who, who it'd just be me and my luxurious beard right. and a bunch of pictures of my kids on your on your Facebook. You don't want to just see that. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> you want to see the train wrecks, so they need to have a voice. I mean, like I guess we even like I I I'd send I, there's a few of these people who I send you like screenshots of what they said, yeah. Because I mean I guess it's just entertaining to me, even though it's it gets hilarious. On my or it's like look at this fool, look at this fool posting now. Yeah, I I love it. I love seeing it. Like I just told somebody the other day that I love how random their posts are. I love the randomness. It makes me laugh. It's just something that's just out of nowhere that nobody's thinking about. And you post it and it's like, wow, that was pretty funny. That's what I enjoy about social media and the Internet is how funny it is. And I take it purely for entertainment. However, if there are people posting negative stuff um, all on their timeline and it's all on your timeline, then... And it, and it makes you feel some kind of way. It starts making you unhappy or you start trying to go to fix their problems or call them to see what's going on. You need to go and listen to our power cast, law number 10, which is infection. Avoid the unhappy and unlucky. Yeah. And you need to avoid them yeah. because that stuff starts. You have to be able to keep a wall up. You know what I'm saying? Like you can see those posts and laugh at them from afar. But the minute you start getting involved in those you got to shut it down. You have to shut it down. You have to unfollow them, unfriend them, or skip past their posts. Because when you start getting involved, you're going to start wasting your time. And it's going to start making you unhappy and unlucky. And that's not where you need to be. And, and not actually, in 2017. And actually in that law, I feel like um, that's where I told a story about this girl who's always just making these posts about just like negative shit that's happening. And is, is this Hebrew national girl the same one? No, no, not the Hebrew okay. national chick. <laughs> but, uh, but she was like... Hot dog chick. <laughs> but I, I sent you like some screenshots of like eight different situations that she was just like complaining about like in three, in like three days. And then she had the nerve the other day to be like, don't be negative in 2017, y'all. <laughs> Like, Dog, what? if you unfollowed her, you wouldn't have had that comedy. Yeah. You wouldn't have gotten that chuckle. Exactly. 
and you wouldn't have been able to tell that story and I wouldn't have got that chuckle. So we need these people, bro. Yeah. We need everybody. It's an ecosystem. <laughs> it's like we need the ants. We need the spiders. We need all of this stuff so we can have food to eat. So we can have some entertainment value. Right. This is why we need all the people on social media. We need the jerks. We need the a-holes. We need the douchebags. We need the smart people, the positive people. We need everybody in this ecosystem where it, wouldn't so social media wouldn't survive. And you know like, what? If, go, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, if social media somehow blocked negativity, if social media somehow blocked the, the guilty pleasures, the, the idiotic people out there, the people who are misinformed, ill-informed, the people who are don't bring happiness at all. If so, if somehow Facebook was able to block all of those people, it wouldn't survive. It's an ecosystem. We need all of these types of people. And so you listeners that are sitting here listening to us and thinking about how you want to delete all these people or unfollow all these people, your Facebook timeline is going to be boring as hell. Your Twitter timeline is going to be boring as hell. You need those witty people. You need those a-holes. You need everybody. You even need the, the, the super righteous people talking about go believe in your white Jesus and your Santa Claus. You need those people too because that gives you something to talk about. It gives you topics to talk with your friends. It gives you something to laugh at. We need all of these people though. You know, you know who I felt like we didn't need though? And who Who's should that? have been left in 2016? Soldier Boy. <laughs> I just didn't see him making it into 2017, but yet he's proved me wrong again. So last time we talked about him, he went to jail. And it, that's where the story should have ended, right? But nah, because he wasn't going to get no real time. He didn't do nothing that bad. Well, he was on probation, probation and he got yeah. found with guns. Yeah, the Draco. Got found with the Draco. <laughs> Yeah, the Draco. For those who don't know what the Draco is, we talked about it before. It's the uh, it's a, it's it's just a gun that's hot, that's hot in the streets now. It's just a new Tech yeah. Nine, basically. <laughs> you know, uh, okay. How Tech Nines was or, or the Glock, or whatever you know that people used to always talk about is that it's just the new hot street gun right now. Yeah, but you know what's interesting about that? I only hear Soldier Boy talk about it. Um, no, I've heard, I've heard it a couple other times. I think. I just I was just yeah. listening to somebody and they mentioned the Draco. Oh, uh, okay. But basically it's a pistol grip AK forty seven. That's yeah. what it is. So, so he got caught with the Draco on probation. He went to jail. He got out. And then this happened. Go and then ahead. well then he continued beefing with people. Right? He he got out and who did he who did he start going after? He started going after was it did it go straight to Chris Brown? Um, I think so. Yeah, I think this is the first one post jail. Okay, so he he went he he went straight to Chris Brown, and or excuse me, Bruce Brown, Bruce Breezy, <laughs> right? And he picked the right one because <laughs> Chris Brown, he was not with this shit. Chris Brown <laughs> immediately went straight to like, "Hey, we gonna fight." He he wasn't with this going back and forth shit, and he was like, "Let's just set it up, let's have a fight." And Soldier Boy never encountered anybody like that in his in all these beefs he had been starting, and he backed all the way the hell back down. Wait, 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 no, no, that's not the whole story, bro. So supposedly, 
The way Soldier Boy tells it is, he got a FaceTime call from Brish Breezy saying, I saw you liking Carucci. Carucci's pictures, yeah. which is my, uh, my, uh, or which is uh, Soldier Boy, or excuse me, Chris Brown's ex. I saw you liking my ex's pictures, basically. So he had a FaceTime call. This is man to man call. So I don't know what was said after that, but supposedly. Soulja Boy gets off the phone and he takes straight to social media talking about some, yeah, this punk Chris Brown just called me about this chick that don't even like him, da-da-da-da-da. So when he went to Twitter about it, obviously Chris Brown can see it because he was atting Chris Brown, straight Twitter handle to Chris Brown. And then so he made an Instagram video, then Chris Brown started replying and they started going back and forth. So yeah. that, that's how that thing started, supposedly. It started with Chris Brown. What's now, uh, even say, if that what's, what's, was a true story, uh-huh. even if that was a true story, that's a punk move. If a man calls you up and talks to, tries to talk to you man to man, why did you take it straight to social media? That was a punk move. I think because he tried to check him on it. Like, on social media, like check him over the phone, bro. Like, no, no, I'm, I'm saying, know. I'm saying, I think, I think Briss Brown tried to like check him over the phone. Oh yeah, okay, okay. And you know, Soldier Boy, he has to record everything that's happening because he doesn't want anybody coming out and telling him or telling everybody that he got punked. Right. And it's interesting to me, like how all these guys have each other's numbers. Like how how is this happening? Like they just I don't think it's interesting because it's a it's a small business. Like it looks like it's a lot of people out there, but hip hop is not that big, man. But you can I mean just, it's you can only just... really it's only really thirty or forty rappers that are really making money out there. I'm saying, but and you just have access. You just got access to call whoever you want, though. Okay, like okay, so like Young Chop, who nobody knows, but he is. The guy responsible for don't like Chief Keeps don't like. He's the producer yeah. that did that, and he was beefing with Soldier Boy, and they had a FaceTime call. Why does Young Chop like? Why do they got each other's numbers? Well, I mean, you just make a call. You make a call and be like, "Yo, give me Soldier Boy number." I don't think it's that hard. You call Sean Kingston and he give you he gives you Soldier Boy's number. Yeah, exactly. Like, yo, I need Soldier Boy number. I need to holler at him. And then you call him and you you go you wild out on him. Jeez. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure it's that simple. I mean, just think, if there's only like forty good rappers, that means there's only like, like why don't 30 you say like twenty like, good managers. They don't have no fallouts about this? Like you don't say like why are you giving Briss Brown my number? Yeah, you might do that, but then you just change the number because it's easy to do. It's not that big of a deal. Like, oh, I didn't know he was going to do all that. Well, they actually you know? both going to end up having to change their numbers because they both put each other's numbers out on social media. Did they? Yeah. That's stupid, but yeah. okay. Um, so now, the crazy part is, by the way, I love 50 Cent. He's hilarious. He's one of those. He's one of the douchebags that I love. He has a really uh, interesting personality and... He doesn't care about people's feelings overall. He just does what he wants to do. And so he was basically making fun of the situation, making light of the situation. And apparently somebody made a call to Adrian Broner. Adrian Broner made a call to Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather is ready to promote this fight. And supposedly they're they're really going to fight. They're going to hop in a ring together. Would you be willing to pay $20, $30 to see Soldier Boy and Chris Brown fight? Hmm... 
It's for the culture, bro. It's for no. the culture. It, it will. It, there will certainly be a um, a free link on Facebook, and that's where I'll catch it. Come on, man! You have to support the culture, bro. They're not going to. He Soldier Boy's not going to grab the Draco and shoot Chris Brown, and he's going to die. Yeah, that's but they're probably going to like they're gonna fight like headgear and stuff. I mean, I, I I would want them to like fight MMA style, like with the six ounce gloves. You know, it just. I don't know. I, I wouldn't want to see him with like headgear and them big, big old boxing gloves. Oh, gotcha. People get knocked out with boxing gloves though. Yeah, but not with that. Would have been more interesting that they would have went straight MMA with it though. Basically, MMA is almost no holds barred. You can just do what you want to do. Yeah. I mean, they have a couple rules in comparison to boxing. There's a couple rules, but uh, you got you can throw kicks, you can throw elbow strikes. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, a lot. so so here's the issue though. I don't think this is ever gonna happen. I don't. I don't believe yeah, it's gonna happen. I don't think so either. Um, I don't think so either. I mean, Fifty Cent. I mean, they've gone as far as having like an undercard. Like they got Twenty One and Twenty Two Savage supposed to be fighting each other on the undercard. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't uh, see that one. They got uh, <laughs> uh, what's his name? Keon. What's the the basketball dude? Um, Keon. Uh, Keon Dooley? Nah. That's an old school basketball player. Nah, it's another cat named Keon, I think. But they got some basketball cats who got a beef um, with each other. <laughs> Yo, that's that's all made up, bro. I don't I don't see all so that they, Well, no, any good fight has to have undercards. You don't have to have an undercard. You can go straight to it. What? No, they don't, they don't even do that in rap battles. They got undercards for the rap battles. Yeah, yeah, because they're trying to get their money out of it. So, well, so it's I 50 guess, Cent yeah. and Floyd is. And Floyd, yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, so you got to have undercards and get everybody's yeah, beef out. You should have, like, the that's game true. versus Stitches. Meek versus now, Drake. Now, check this out. The thing that made it really interesting to me was throughout this whole thing, there was a lot of gang talk, okay? There was a lot of gang talk about being from my hood or your hood, Fruit Town, Fruits. Fruit Town, Pyru, Blood. There was a lot of gang talk, right? And what threw me off was where's Soldier Boy from? Uh, Is Atlanta, he from like Mississippi, Atlanta? He's yeah. somewhere from the South. So he moves to California. And now this is his hood. After he makes a cause he didn't he didn't have money to move to California beforehand. Right. He was broke as hell. Right. You let him tell his story. He was broke. He didn't have a dollar. His family was pretty poor, according to him. Because that's the story that he told. So you mean to tell me you make a hit where you produce, you pretty much produce the song. You made the beat. You made the lyrics. You make millions of dollars. It sold millions of times. You make a follow-up record. It's, it's, it sold a million. Uh, not the whole album, but I know he had a couple uh, singles that sold a million that went plat. So you have millions of dollars. You move to California, and then you hook up with a gang what the what the hell are you doing bro well you moved to california into sean kingston's basement and then all of a sudden you a big blood you a big gang banger what is that what is that about and then he says me and chris brown yeah we from the same hood it's fruit town this and they they're, they're fruit town bloods now so chris brown he's from virginia so you moved to California. 
and somehow you get involved with gang life as you grow older because I think he got in like music when he was like 16 right so he moves to California makes platinum selling albums a bunch of hits out there and now you get involved with gang activity I guess it's kind of like how what is that I guess it's kind of like how some people get involved like having like the nation of Islam providing security for him I guess the bloods provide security for these guys that would be my guess I don't know like you I would get really mixed like up with like a Suge Knight or somebody and Suge is like okay I got some boys for you to, who can make I sure would really can. like to understand it though I wish I could talk to one of those guys and understand how that works I mean Lil Wayne the same thing I remember he wasn't claiming anything his first album cover has he has a half red half blue on like a half red rag half blue rag like he wasn't claiming any particular thing all the big timer albums there was no blood talk on that but all of a sudden somehow baby's a blood Wayne is a blood I don't understand how that works I don't understand why you would do that once you get into it and make money. And then so maybe it wasn't Soulja cool Boy to put goes, your affiliations out like that. You said maybe it wasn't cool. Yeah, maybe it wasn't cool at that time to like put a direct affiliation to a well, actual gang out like that. Okay, I don't know Louisiana like the back of my hand. I've only been there a couple times, and I really didn't go into the hood hood of Louisiana. But I don't think that the Blood Gang was really, really heavy in Louisiana until Cash Money became Bloods. So could be. I have no to idea. To say either. to say that to say that your affiliations aren't it wasn't that popular to put it out. I doubt that they really got affiliated until they started having dealings outside of Louisiana. I just I just don't get it, and I would like to understand it. I can't wait to see an interview of somebody explaining why you wait till you get on to join the gang life because it's people in California. I have family members in California that's entangled in gang life and they have been since they were 10, 12 years old because that's just you you almost had to do it to be able to go outside, go to the park down the street from your house, go to the corner store. If you weren't affiliated in that gang, then you couldn't go. So you go join either that gang or another gang to have protection, to be able to do things just to have a normal life like a lot of kids do around America. That's how serious gangs were back in the day. So to grow up, become rich and famous, and then go back and join a gang, I just don't understand that. So anyway, Soldier Boy goes back to this neighborhood uh, of the Fruit Town Powerus, and he's trying to show how he's good in the hood <laughs> uh, and it didn't go exactly as he expected he almost got into a fight because he tried to prove that he was from that neighborhood where chris brown can't go and he almost got into an altercation there and he got his phone snatched but they didn't take his chain though so he must be kind of good there so here, he might have caught somebody that had like a bad day and didn't want to be on camera or something yeah. So one of the little small details here, um, the guy who he had the altercation with actually was on Chris Brown's uh, video, I think, or he was he made a video earlier talking about you know, Soldier Boy ain't supposed to, ain't from from ain't from my hood, you know, and oh, so it was actually okay. the same guy, so. 
Really? Yeah. That so he had to. He had to show an allegiance to Chris Brown at that right, point. Right, so that's why he pulled up, I guess, and did what he did. Gotcha. So. Okay. Interesting. And then the next day. Or can we move on to the next day? Sure, we can move on from that. In the next day, in Soldier Boy fashion, in true Soldier Boy fashion, he apologized. He apologized to everybody that he's been beefing with over the past few months and said that he's doing all this. He's been acting out because his father, excuse me, because his mother is in the hospital. And this has just been him acting out because of that situation. And she wouldn't be happy if she knew, you know, how he's been acting. And he apologizes to everybody. He wants to do music with Lil Yachty. He wants to do music with the Migos. He wants to do music with Chris Brown. Let's squash it. But for some reason, 50 Cent and them, they're still talking about this is going to be a fight. So I don't know what's going on. I don't know if people sign sign papers that fast or what's going to happen, but he already apologized. Interesting. Um, I guess that's the adult thing to do, but in the neighborhood or, yeah, in the neighborhood and on social media, that's the, uh, that's the punk bitch way out to try to make an excuse for why you was acting out. Because the fact is, no matter what's going on, if you're acting out, you just acting out, bro. Don't try to tell me why you acting out, trying to get sympathy or empathy because your mom is sick. Nobody cares about that, bro. Like, no, nobody cares. So even if that was the case, instead of coming out on social media and telling people that that's why you was acting out, you probably should have just called the individual people and say, yo, my bad. I made a mistake. I was tripping. We need to mend this thing. I was acting like an idiot. But don't look to the people for the forgiveness. And then he could turn around and say, I want to make music with all the people that I've been having problems with. So now that makes me feel like that was a publicity thing. And he wants to make music with these guys all along. So he figured he'll start a situation and then try to patch it up and see if they'll make songs with him. Because his music has been struggle city. Like he's been, it's always, he's been trying to drop it's music. Al- <clears throat> it's always been a, pub- a publicity stunt. Like, again, he's been apologizing to every one of these guys anyway. So like, so now he just did like a big blanket apology, and and yeah. I don't know. Anyway, well, I'm done with Soldier. He got enough time on our podcast. Moving right along, somebody lost again. I'm tired of this guy losing. I feel bad that he's losing as much as he loses, but this one might have been self inflicted. I'm talking about the infamous Meek Mill. <sighs> kind of called Him that one. Yes, supposedly him and Nicki Minaj are not together anymore, which is interesting um, because this guy prided himself on winning and he had the hot album, he had the hot music, and he had the hottest chick in the rap game, and now he's lost. Well, he got annihilated uh, by trying to diss uh, a rap powerhouse. He got annihilated, and then his album, his album did pretty good. But then they said that was because of the his girlfriend. And now he was talking about this girlfriend that he had. And now he went and messed that up. Because supposedly he cheated on this woman that he was with, Nicki Minaj. And she's done now. And now he's done. Because it was the ultimate loss. Now, I was going to say this is the biggest or the first loss of 2017. However, this kind of happened at the end of 2016. Um, last week I talked about 
a lot of people dying in 2016, the third or the the last three weeks of 2016. Well, this relationship died within those last three weeks, um, according to the sources that are out there right now. But it just got to so us. So he stayed losing. It just got to us, though. Yeah, it just got to us. So I don't know if we put that with 2016 or 2017. But Let's the go with the actual time it happened. It happened in 2016. It died in 2016. Just because we just heard about it, I mean, if one of the people's, if one of the people would have passed in 2016, but we ain't hear about it until 2017, they still died in 2016. So that's when the loss happened. And then Drake, he said uh, he's gonna retire back to back. Yep. <laughs> so back to back got new life when when uh, you know this announcement was made. Nicki Minaj confirmed you know that she's single now. And focused on her music and her career, you know how they say. I I, I just wish she would have said that that they they're gonna still be good friends or whatever, you know that they were better off as friends. I wish she would have said that. You wish who would have said that? Nicki Minaj. Ah. Uh. <laughs> so it can go along with the song. Yeah, exactly. But golden opportunity missed. But yeah, so Drake is gonna bow out gracefully, and um, that I guess that whole thing is over now. So I got a question about that because we ain't just gonna make this about Meek Mill. I just want to know now: is it difficult for a celebrity to stay faithful? Is that hard to do? Is it hard to be a celebrity, whether it be rap? Or whether it be acting, singing, whatever the art is, and you're a celebrity now in the public eye, you have millions of people that like you, millions of people that hate you, you have hundreds and hundreds of thousands of women that love you and will do anything you want them to do, but you have this relationship. Is it hard to just be in that relationship? I think it's kind of ridiculous to expect for those guys to be monogamous and to be faithful to just one chick they got access to every chick in the world and everything that they possibly can want the nicest cars all the the money and all the other stupid shit that <laughs> superficial things that people think makes them important yeah so uh is it hard i i didn't even think it was expected Man, when you get into a relationship with a woman, nine times out of ten, unless you have a really special woman, it's expected that you guys are going to be exclusive. Not when you're a celebrity. Especially when you have a chick like the best female rapper, most popular female rapper in the game. And I'm only saying this because you're a rapper, too. You do the same thing that she does. So you can be an actor and she's an actress. I think they call women actors actors now, so there's no separation. But whatever the case, actor, actress. So you have a woman that's in the same industry that you are. You're both the top of your game. You're both the best at what you do, male version. Or I take that back because he wasn't the best at what he does. But he was really good at what he does, and she was the best at what she does. You're telling me you don't expect that that is supposed to be exclusive? No. Like when it was Safari... He wasn't doing anything as far as we could see. 
I expect him to be exclusive and, and faithful to her because he was the clear winner in this situation. So was Meek. Meek was, I mean, Meek was winning in this situation. He was totally winning. He, he, he was going he, on tours he, with this. He, he was he got dating a whole up. new fan base. He, 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 was, he was dating up and everything, but he still had his own following and he still had access to pretty much any Instagram thought that he wanted. Dude, I think I think that's asking way too much to think that any of these celebrities would be exclusive. Like I don't so think none of them. So, so Will Smith Jay-Z and them, Jay Z, no, nope. I wouldn't. I wouldn't expect him rapper. to be either. And you then you have the best art. You have one of the. T- you have the best thing since Tina Turner. Okay. And you don't expect that to be exclusive. He's kind of old, older, so I would for him. I mean, they married and everything, so I would. I don't even know if I still still would say I would expect it, because I mean, if he's out on the road, I mean, what I expect is for him to be getting head and stuff from groupies. Well, he's again, I think he's beyond that point. So I think Jay Z and Beyonce is not a good example. Um, Kanye, Kanye at the top of that game. Kanye and Kim, I would expect Kanye still to be fucking around with, with with. chicks you know whoever he wants to dog that's terrible that's bad because but they got right, kids too dude, so, so that that's he's he might even be outgrowing it a bit so 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 let's think about that then but he was let's messing with, with amber me- rose though I, I would expect for him to still be messing with other chicks okay let's let's stick with the meek then let's stick with the meek and the um and the nikki so are are we expecting nikki to have been out there and still flopping around no tj is a double standard i mean you already know where this is gonna go i mean of course not but <laughs> this is all this is all <laughs> this is all your thing for for rich men i mean come on man let's not do that i mean you know you know it's a double standard so no it's when it's a, a man of power you expect him to do that grab him by the pussy <laughs> okay okay trump so that double standards though I understand and I have my reason we need to talk double standards one of these days because the people need to hear why it's acceptable for the double standard of men to be able to you know if they're not married to go and flirt around and be with a hundred different women and it's not okay for women to be okay with a to to be around a hundred different men I have a reason for that but that reason is for regular people like when you when you're a so-called celeb and the person that you're with is a so-called celeb you guys are on the same level at that point i don't know if uh, i don't know i don't know if it's cool i don't know if it's cool for you to it's, be it's, out to be living out that double standard it's levels to this though like again you can't say a meek mill is the same a meek mill and Nicki minaj is the same as a jay-z and beyonce they're, okay. they're they're in two different classes. They are, you know, and there there are two different classes. It's just, it just going with Meek Mill versus Jay Z. Again, two different people. We talking about a forty year old something, forty something year old man versus is Meek Mill even thirty yet? Uh, he's probably pushing it. I don't think he's there yet. So, I mean, look at the stuff he talks about. He's always talking about how 
you know, he's got a $500,000 chain and he's driving around Atlanta in the back of a wraith. Like, he's still a young guy who's very much into young guy shit. Yeah. I mean, he, he was still just, like a it, fan of Nicki Minaj the way he would talk. He was like still just a fan of hers. Jay-Z but, ain't talking about Beyonce like he's a fan. He feels like he's her equal. And I think that's right. a, that's a big difference too. And 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 he realizes he had the best one out there. He realizes he has the best. He's he's made statements to that can that helps you understand that he realizes he's got the best thing. Right. Right. He always bigs her up as if she's the top of everything. So Damn. anyway. Okay. Well I don't know. I I just I would like to know I'm sure it is difficult I'm sure it is a difficult thing I'll just leave it at that It's difficult to be a man of power And like you said um, But if that's the case man Don't mess with nobody that's high profile Because it's just going to bring you problems you, be- you, you better off just messing with the regular chick Who just gets mad And she wants to try to downplay your name And then you give her a couple Why not I mean he's gonna get her If he can get her Get her I mean he still can go down Saying he was knocking down Nicki Minaj every day And he's gonna be able In the next couple of weeks I mean not even next couple of weeks I'm sure this very moment He can go and get Whatever groupie and Instagram Chick that he wants Yes, but yeah, he's been putting out struggle videos lately. Like he's good, but you can tell he's really not. <laughs> he's been putting out struggle videos. Yeah, his really his lifestyle is definitely going to change quite a bit. So I mean, but he'll he'll bounce back as far as that. I mean, relationship type type stuff goes. He he's not going to be able to to obtain somebody else of that status again. Mm-hmm. I seriously doubt that. Yeah, man. like he ain't about After, to go start dating Taylor Swift or somebody. Like he's he's finished as far as that goes. Yeah, he he kind of messed that up. But he can go get, pull him another bad one though. Like Safari, I don't know if you ever seen his uh, the chick that he got after Nikki, but she's nice. Okay, very nice. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he can go find him another chick out of the hundreds of thousands of women that are out there that uh that like him. There's a couple of them out there that's really really bad and. He'll be able to pull them, so yeah. he'll be able to date them and such. Um, and Nicki Minaj and uh and old boy and Meek Mill wasn't married anyway, right? So they didn't they didn't say any vows. They didn't have to be exclusive, you know, by law. So what else? He's not gonna lose half of any. He's not gonna lose half of his fortune, which he probably wouldn't have lost half of his fortune because Nicki got more money than him. But. Uh, <laughs> They don't have to worry about going through that whole court thing. So, kudos for that. They didn't get married. Yeah. They were smart. Well, it was her who was smart. Or she was smart. Yeah, it yeah, was. Uh, yeah, smart. come on. Let's not get it fucked up. Like, <laughs> like she would be the one giving him a prenup. <laughs> well, Jay, hey, right. Drake said it. <laughs> Drake, <laughs> Drake said it. So, so yeah, I mean. Shout out to my boss, bitches, wife, and nigga. Yeah, yeah, he, he he said it, man. Um, and I just sent you a picture. That's her on the left, Safari's new girlfriend. So he definitely came up after. Well, as far as the looks. Oh wow! Yeah, she's nice. Um, she's nice. So it wasn't like he got 
I mean, he definitely got a, a very good looking girl after uh, Nikki was gone, but uh, yeah, she's a wild yeah, and out stuff girl. Stuff happens. <laughs> oh, was she? Yeah. Oh, so that mean Nick knocked her down. Ah, uh, yeah. a lot of these people be sharing girls, man. Dude, I mean, in this day and age, it's kind of hard to avoid somebody Nick can't knock down. <laughs> And shout out to him, man, Nick Cannon. I, I I was I wasn't a fan before, but I heard him doing an interview, some interviews. I mess with him now, dude. I, I really like Nick Cannon. So, yeah, he's a cool guy, man. He's he he's like one of us, bro. He's just a regular guy. He just happened to be on a little different than how we on. He's on a higher level, much higher level, but he's still one of he. He's very corporate street esque. Absolutely, he's very corporate street esque. Absolutely. So he definitely fits in. He needs to come holler at us, so we can. Uh, what is it? What is this thing? Incredible. He needs to holler. Incredible needs to come holler at us, so we can. Uh, we can help him survive. He 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 got that um one chick. What's her name? The one who was messing with party next door and uh, uh Kalani. Yeah, like he yeah. was. He was telling a story about her. How she was on um, America's Got Talent, and then you know. She made like the top three or something, and then a couple of months later, she was like homeless, and she would. and it got and he got worried. Of, he got hurt, uh, got wind of that, and he was like, "Look, finish school, and I got you." So he basically saved her life. So, well, Nick Cannon he might he might get us after, man. after this show. We're gonna be homeless, bro. <laughs> so come save our lives, man. Come holler at us. We'll make you some money, bro. Hopefully. <laughs> anyway, you could be listening to anyone in the world right now, but you're listening to us, and we definitely appreciate that. And I have to let you know that Jaren and I have another Corporate Streets production that's called The Power Cast. So whether you're corporate or you're street, no matter what your mentality is, you need to control your life. It's 2017. You need to take control. You want that power. And we give you the tools because we're reading the 48 Laws of Power by Robert Greene and we're reading it or listening to it. We got the audio book. We're ingesting it and we're giving our interpretation of the book so we can help you understand how you can use it and apply it in your life. And that book is super dope, man. It's interesting. And our power cast is super dope. And we drop it every single Friday. So I encourage you to listen to us. I encourage you to get the book or the audio book. And uh, just make it happen, man. Again, it's 2017. You need to invest in yourself. I know you're busy. You got places to go. You got places to travel. But you need to make that car ride, that train ride, bus, plane, whatever it is. You need to make that ride productive. Our show is only 30 minutes. Go check it out. Make yourself better. If you want to talk to us. <laughs> just like I used to. Being- <laughs> Hold on. It's just like how I did with the uh, porn clips. You can string along. You can string together those 30 minute shows. To make a big long <laughs> show if you got a long trip. So Right. You can definitely do that. You can download it. Yeah. You can string them together. We got a playlist out there on SoundCloud. Look, however you need to do it, you need to just make it happen. Yeah. Again, it's twenty seventeen. I know you got your resolution out there. One of them should be investing in yourself. So make it happen. If you want to talk to us about being a hater on social media, you want to talk to us about uh how if you made a million dollars you would never be faithful again. Hit us up at <laughs> thecorporatestreets at gmail.com. 
If you need help handling the situation, you can drop us a line because we are the advice connoisseurs. Come find us. Come holler at us. Our Facebook page is The Corporate Streets Podcast, and the Twitter handle is at Corp Streets. And you know what you listen to. This is The Corporate Streets Podcast. This is the podcast for people who just got that new flashy diamond encrusted watch with their Christmas bonus. And they feel good that they can wear it in their, in their old neighborhood without getting robbed. Peace. Soldier Boy went to the hood and he left with his chain. He didn't get his phone, but he left with his chain. That's probably because it was fake. <laughs> nah, that chain looked dope, man. He said it was nah. like 200K. Nah, they said they said it'd be making, it sound like Brian Pumper chains. <laughs> Brian Pumper chains. <laughs> They do be making fun of his jewels. In full circle, porn reference. Peace. (laughs) (laughs) Peace.